Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. want to wish you guys all a very, very happy Easter weekend right now. Uh, I know it's Saturday, but we're actually not going to do an episode tomorrow because of the holiday, so I want to take this moment to wish you a happy Easter now. But also, let's not look past the importance of what today is. Okay, yesterday was Good Friday, and we celebrate that for the obvious reason, right? This, the sacrifice that God made for us, that Jesus made for us on the cross, and the promise, the good news that comes with it. And we celebrate Easter, too, for the resurrection, right? And that's important. I'll get to that in a second. But Saturday is often overlooked, even though it helps us to remember, as Kristen pointed out in our morning prayer today, so I don't take credit for this, it helps us to remember the importance of waiting. People forget that when Jesus was crucified, there was a waiting period, okay, where the disciples and everyone else were wondering what was going to happen. All right. And and some of them had varying levels of faith. We know that Thomas had so little faith that he said, I won't believe that Jesus is risen until I can put my hand in his nail prints. OK. Others, I think, probably waited with more expectation. But there was this time of uncertainty and we all go through stuff like this. I did a message a few days ago and you might want to listen to it if you haven't, where I talked about a lot of times. When we're waiting on God, what's really happening is God is waiting on us, right? He's waiting for us to get our act together. He's waiting for us to mature. That's true a lot. Don't get me wrong. But there are also definitely times where God is just doing things on his own schedule and we have to wait. The Bible emphasizes this over and over again. It says, they who wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. And the thing of it is, when you're going through a season of waiting, whatever it is, your role is not to figure out why you're waiting, okay? Your role is to trust, Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. That's the idea here. A period of waiting should be a period where, if nothing else, you're developing your trust in God. But the waiting always comes to an end. And the, the key is not to give up before the end. Okay, because when you follow it through, when you keep your trust in God, when you get to the end, he always rewards your patience. He always rewards the waiting. And that's what Easter is about. Easter is about the reward. The literal, in the Bible, what was literally happening was Jesus rose from the dead. And it's it's critical to our faith. Without the resurrection, all we have mm-hmm. is basically some hippie belief system that says everyone loves one another. Okay. But with the resurrection, we have a supernatural connection to God. And this is the thing that the other religions, with all respect, are missing. My heart goes out to our, our Jewish brothers and sisters and even in our Muslim brothers and sisters and people like that, okay, because they don't have a resurrected God. If, if you're a Muslim, you can go visit Muhammad's bones, okay? They're there in Mecca. You cannot visit Jesus's bones because he's risen. That's what separates us from everyone else, okay? That's the promise. And what did he do in, in the rising is he conquered death for us, Okay, he he gave us life and life abundantly. And it's not just about the afterlife. Yeah, that's great. 
Okay. It, and it's wonderful. He, yes, he took away our sins, but what's the point of taking away the sins? The point is not just so that we go to heaven. It's so that we can have communion with God now. See, because God is holy and God is righteous and he can't commune with someone who has sin in their lives. So he sends his son to die on the cross, to be the ultimate sacrifice, to take away our sins, to wash our sins with his blood so that he can have communion with us. So he can have intimacy with us. Okay. That's the importance of Easter. I understand that Christmas is the most celebrated of the Christian holidays and fine. That's for good reason. I'm not complaining about that. I love Christmas too. It's a joyous time because we're celebrating the birth. We're celebrating the birth of our master. But today we celebrate the right that each of us has to be born again. As Paul said, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. Why? Because the old was crucified on the cross with Jesus. So today, Easter is really about our birth. It's our birthday in Christ. That's really what we celebrate. And so when I say happy Easter to all of you, what I'm really saying is happy birthday, happy new life. For me, that means the world because I know what God's forgiven me of. And I'm sure you do too, because all of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But you know what? Through the blood of Christ, we are washed white as snow. So happy Easter to all of you. Happy birthday. And may God bless you. Okay. All All right. right. That's my that's my opening. Kristen, nice. my love. Um, thank you. I appreciate that. You see, normally I do these when I'm in my studio. I do it through a teleprompter. I have the script all written out and I pretend like I'm doing it extemporaneously. But I didn't have uh, time today, so I just wrote it in my head and that was the best I could do. And actually, I thought it came out pretty well. So there you go. It's a good retweetable comment. Happy birthday in Christ. I like that. Amen. Amen. Good. All right, Kristen, will you do us a favor, please? We've got a lot of people listening. Can you uh, lead them all on an inspirational prayer? Yes, absolutely. And as per your request, I just want to add to that, you know, try to take your way your job here. So <laughs> just add to, to what you said, um, because, you know, the Easter story is so powerful. And it's every time you read it, you glean something new out of it. You, you, the Holy Spirit reveals something. And today, like Jordan was saying, I was thinking about the waiting room that day, what they must have been thinking, what they must have been feeling. And having to wrestle with that doubt because God had told them in the scriptures what would happen. And just like God tells us and he gives us the assurance. But when we're waiting, that's where champions are made in faith. That's where our hope is cultivated. You know, the Bible says faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. So that means certain of what we do not see. Um, A lot of times people think faith is, oh, I can see it on the horizon. Okay, I have faith. No, certain of what you do not see, not even, not even a glimmer of it. Only the hope is, is in Jesus. So I was just thinking about that. And if you read, you know, on this day, it said it, they rested. It was a Sabbath. So while they were waiting, there was a purpose in the waiting, but they were resting. They weren't, yeah, I'm sure they had doubts that they wrestled with, and I'm sure, but they rested. They did what God had told them to do. So God wants you to be resting in your wait and preparing. There's a purpose in your waiting. Time waiting is never wasted. And so whatever your situation is, um, you know, and, and so it's an amazing, amazing commentary and how that can apply to our lives on a daily basis. So thank you, Jesus, that we waited and that you rose again. And I love that their eyes were open and they recognized him. And the interesting point, too, is their waiting didn't end just on that. I mean, think about like the third day when he rose again, when they went to the tomb and he wasn't there, they were still anticipating and waiting to see what had happened. It was this true. You know, they think about their emotions at that point. 
still on that third day before they actually saw him, their eyes were opened and they recognized him. And I want to pray a special prayer tonight about our eyes being opened, whether, uh, especially for believers, but also for our um, brothers and sisters who are not yet believers in Christ. That is the thing uh, Jordan uh, touched on with our Jewish brothers and sisters and Muslim and all these different uh, faiths that haven't seen Jesus for who he is, think he's just another prophet or, you know, a good teacher and do not see him for what he is. May their eyes be open and may they recognize him just like those who on that Easter, on that first Easter, their eyes were opened and they recognized him. So please join me in prayer. Dear Jesus, we pray, we thank you. First of all, God, we never get over the Easter story. Dear Jesus, we never get over what you did for us. God, thank you. Thank you that we are washed in your blood, that we are made new in you, that it is our birthday, our spiritual birthday. God, thank you for who you are, God. Thank you that you did just what you said you would. That's what I love. Lord, that cannot be said enough. You always do just what you said you do. God, you've never lied to us. You've never turned your back on us. You've never betrayed us. You've never, you've never abandoned us. You do what your word says. You are faithful, God. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. Thank you for raising from the dead, God. I pray that all across this world, Lord, with this crisis that's happening globally, with all the stuff that's happening, God, with the things that could be potentials for despair, that instead they would, what the enemy meant for bad, you would use for good. And people would turn their face towards you and realize there is no other way, there is no other hope. And come before you and may the veil, just as it was torn, may the veil in front of people's eyes be torn, Lord. In front of those of different faiths and religions or uh, just people who don't believe in you at all or just different varying things or those who may believe are kind of on the fence about believing you and those of us who are in faith who are Christians may we recognize you even more those who who know that you are the son of God but need to have you fully in in their heart God those of us may for those of us who are Christians Lord may we really see you for who you truly are so all those varying degrees Lord May we all have our eyes opened as you come into our lives and may we recognize you, God. Because I firmly believe that you are doing miracles just as you did that Easter. But our eyes have to be open to recognize you and your miracles because there were many that still did not believe you, God. And that left the seed of what is now today, all these other things that are going on, God. We want to recognize you. And it is my prayer that many more will come into the fold to recognize you, God. Oh, Lord, thank you that we live again. Thank you that you swallowed up death. You swallowed up the grave, Lord. Lord, we have no fear of death. We're no longer slaves of fear. We just live from life to life. Lord, we live with you. We are raised to life with you, God. Thank you. Open our, the eyes of our heart, Lord. We want to see you high and lifted up. And let this Easter, the message of what you did, resonate in our hearts in a deeper way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Great job, Kristen. Great job. All right. So we want to get to this specific prayer request tonight. we got a bunch of them. Um, we try to get to as many as we can.
I'm putting a lot of them there on the bottom of the screen. So please, you know, certainly be in agreement with us for those people. I'm going to get to some of them. But, you know, for the ones that you guys see down there, please keep those people in your prayers. And uh, for Geraldine, who just wrote to us, yes, of course, we, we pray always for our healthcare workers. I'm going to ask for everybody, uh, though, to join us in praying for these people here. I'm going to start with Rami, who says we need prayers for Filipino doctors and nurses who are positive with the virus, according to the Department of Health. In Jesus' name, they will be healed. Father God, I pray your supernatural protection over all of these doctors, not just your protection. I pray that you guide their hands yes, and that you, you, you also guide their decision making and that may their patients uh, be supernaturally healed through them as well in Jesus' name. Amen. Flora says she needs prayers for her family and from the attack the enemies are preparing against us. Well, Father God, you know, Flora, one of the things the Bible says that when the when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Lord will raise up a standard against him. And what a standard is in, in olden days when they you know couldn't communicate by, by phone and radio on the battlefield, it was a giant flag. And basically you'd raise a standard and it would say, concentrate your forces on this area. So what, when the enemy comes in like a flood, God basically concentrates his forces against it. That's what it's saying. So in Jesus' name, Flora, we pray that these attacks of the enemies, the attack of the enemy will not prevail against you. And in fact, okay. you're going to go on the offensive and the gates of hell will not prevail against you. All right. That's actually a good sermon right there. The gates of hell will not prevail against you. Because I think it's one of the most right. misunderstood, one of the most misunderstood verses in the Bible. We're so used to, to thinking of ourselves as being on the defensive and, mm. and asking God to defend us. But really, gates can't hurt us. And what God is saying with... Uh, with the gates offense. of hell will not prevail against you. It means you're supposed to be playing offense and you're going to mm -hmm. tear those gates down. Anyway, that's, right. that's my prayer that's right. for Flora tonight. We'll do a sermon on that. Oh, I guess I just did it uh, soon enough. <laughs> Jolina says, please pray for the Philippines and outside countries who were affected by COVID-19 always. We're getting a lot from the Philippines today. Well, in Jesus name, we pray for all of the Philippines. And we know that there, there is a very large remnant, a very large, uh, population of believers in the Philippines. And we just pray that those people rise up and that the yes. entire country of the Philippines turns to Christ. Sixto, S-I-X-T-O, Sixto says, hi, pastor. Thank you for the great work. Well, I appreciate it. I guess he's talking to both of us. Please pray for my country, Ecuador. All right, my friend. Well, you know, uh, we're going to pray for all of South America. Father God, we pray that you honor Sixto's prayer that, you know, you you heal the country of Ecuador, but also all of Central and South America, which is just overrun with poverty. And we know there's a lot of uh, drug activity in these various countries. But we pray, that God, that, you know, we know that greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. Yes. And yeah, there's a lot of drug activity in these countries. I get it. But the Bible says where sin abounds, grace abounds more abundantly. So, yeah. so Father God, thank you that you're going to take dominion over all of South America. In fact, one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen is, and I know it's not in Ecuador, it's in Brazil, it's the statue of Jesus Christ, uh, I believe, what is it, over Rio, mm -hmm. uh, and his, his, just his big statue is, and his arms are outstretched. And I wish we could have something like that in the United States, but, you know, people would flip out. But in any event, uh, we claim that land uh, for Jesus Christ and um we just pray. It's actually a good prayer for resurrection. So we pray that South America experiences, South and Central America experience resurrection. Jana, uh, please include my request. It is for my husband to find work and health for me and all of my family. All right, Jana. Well, in Jesus name, we pray that your, your husband not just finds work, that he finds a good paying job that he's going to rise through very quickly. Okay. That he's going to have a great influence there. 
that he's going to be a great asset to his boss. And eventually he's going to be boss in Jesus name. And, and we pray for full health and prosperity for your entire family in Jesus name and anything else you need. Amen. Uh, Cameron, please pray that the Antichrist will not have its way, that the Lord Jesus Christ should put them to an open shame before the end comes. You know, the, it, people think of the Antichrist as just that the one person mentioned in Revelations, but there's a spirit of Antichrist. Mm -hmm. It's a spirit of rebellion. It's a spirit that denies, I mean, literally just denies um, that Jesus is God. And uh, we come against that entire thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, we come against any any sort of false religions in, in whatever their form. You know, we we I just want to pray. I said it in the opening, but I, I pray for all of our brothers and sisters who have a heart after God, who are good people. Yeah. And and, you know, many are very, very charitable and very kind. I have a lot of friends who are Jewish, a lot of friends who are Muslim, a lot of friends who are atheists. Um, but, you know, they're being deceived. And God, I just pray that you open their eyes yes, uh, to not just your deity, because they don't doubt your deity. But to the necessity of the sacrifice you made when you gave your only only son so that he could die on the cross and that his his blood could cleanse our sins so that he, we could enter into into a relationship with you in Jesus name. That's yeah. that's my prayer for that. Amen. Joy prays for her uh, to have a husband. Well, the Bible says it's not good that man should be alone. And right now there's a man who's alone because he needs you, Joy. That's my belief <laughs> for you. Um, it's not good for women to be alone either. Uh, so in Jesus name, Joy, if, if God has put that on your heart, then we pray that God will, will give you a husband, not just at the husband of your dreams. And we pray that he's really, really good looking. Uh, why not? <laughs> I prayed that when I was looking for Kristen, Bible says you have not because you ask not. So it, be specific. I was really specific sure. when I was looking for Kristen. That's so right. we both were. There yeah. you go. So <laughs> I want uh, Joe. I want to hear a praise report too. When you find when you when when God delivers that husband to you, I want you to send me a picture of you guys. <laughs> All right, Idiol uh, says Pastor Jordan need help from you. I'm very upset. Uh, my husband's on bed rest. Oh yes, this person actually sent us a bunch of pictures. Her husband um, broke his leg very very badly. She actually sent us the X-rays and uh, has all kinds of hardware in his leg now. It's 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 quite terrible. And she also yeah. mentions uh, because of the uh, coronavirus situation, people are suffering also. Their condition is very bad. They need food and medicine. Please, I ask from you in Jesus' name uh, to pray for him. Okay, well, you know, as far as the food and medicine go, Idiot, number one, um, you know, God says he'll make a river in the desert. Now, right now, maybe you can't figure out where the food's going to come from or the medicine's going to come from, but God has it figured out. And we just pray that you receive it, okay? The Bible says if any two of you ask it here in Jesus' name, it'll be done in heaven. But we still have to get it from heaven to you. So, Father God, we pray those blessings in. We pray that they are delivered, and, and they're delivered in good in good time. And, Father God, I also pray, pray for this poor man's broken leg. Yes. That it just receives supernatural healing and goes back to just being as strong as it was before. In that, you know, he's out of pain and he's able to function fully. I know in a lot of countries, you know, if you have like an injury like that and, and manual labor is your livelihood, you're in a lot of trouble. But God, I pray that he suffered, he and his family suffered no financial hardship in Jesus name. Mm. All right. Um, Tiancy, uh, help for my son, Nabil, who's not yet 18. She needs him to come back home and finish his study. 
his studies, and her daughter, Sateri, who's going through difficulties in her relationship with her de facto husband. I believe that maybe you two can help. Well, it's not Kristen and I. We're Kristen and I are going to pray, but you know we don't have. Uh, we are not God. We we petition God. We love God, and we know that the, the prayers of righteous people are powerful and effective. Yes. And so we join with you in this, Tiancy. Uh, if I hope I'm saying your name correctly, for your son Nabil to come back home and finish his studies. I pray that God orders his path. I pray that God removes him if he's in a dangerous situation right now. I pray he just returns to his mother, that God, you just really put on his heart. And Father God, I pray for her daughter, Sateri, who's going through a bad relationship with her husband. I pray that you heal whatever that situation is, God, and and just work it out. I mean, they're already married. God, you know... I don't know the answer most of the time. I really don't even know these people personally. They just send us these letters. But God, you know the situation. So we just pray that your will is done in both of those situations in mm -hmm. Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. Ismeli says, please pray for my family and my coaching career in the, in a rugby league and my visa to Australia. Thanks. Well, Ismeli, that's a, listen, that's a really cool thing. So um, absolutely, we pray for your family. And in Jesus' name, we pray that your coaching career is inspired and that uh, it becomes a great platform for you. Not just, I'm sure sports are fun and I enjoy sports too. I, I enjoyed, you know, playing baseball growing up and I still enjoy watching it, but it is after all just a game. And so, um, I know it's important to you to have this career. And if God has given you that gifting and, and put that on your heart, then we pray that you receive it. But we also pray that you use that platform as a ministry. That's really what it's there for. So as mainly, I, I think what you should do is you should commit to God, um, that yes, you certainly want this, but that you're going to use it for his purposes. And that really goes for anybody who's looking for a job, not just you, but uh, for anyone in Jesus name. Yes. And from Fiji, please pray for me, my work as a nurse. Well, and we pray for all nurses and all healthcare yes. workers. My mother is a nurse. My father's in healthcare. Uh, certainly we pray for that. We pray for her to be protected and for her just to heal that more people are healed through her than the next 10 nurses combined in Jesus name. Cause I want other people to look at her and wonder what it is about her that, that causes so many people to be healed, that causes her patients to have the best results and, and for her to use that as a testimony. Prince Val says he needs God's favor. Well, we all need that. So in Jesus name, Prince, we pray that you and everyone listening experiences God's favor. Now I got to go to some personal ones here. A friend of mine uh, writes to me who I've known for a long time and tells me that one of our friends named Kenny has just come down with the coronavirus and is in critical condition. And for those of you who don't know, well, you wouldn't know, but my friend Ken is just the nicest person uh, you could ever meet. And I know everyone says that, especially when someone gets sick, but Ken is a sweetheart. Father God, in Jesus' name, I pray you send your angels into Ken's hospital room right now yes. and that you, first of all, comfort his family and his friends. But God, you just begin to just destroy that virus in him and destroy yes. whatever it's doing. I pray not just for a quick recovery, but a complete recovery. I pray yes. for peace. And I pray that that he knows that it's you doing this. That his doctors will say, you know what, Ken, you actually you just experienced a miracle. In yep. Jesus' mighty name, I pray he is completely healed. Mm -hmm. Amen. All right, a few others. A uh, friend of mine, 
Let's see. Let's go through this one. David Jocelyn. Would love to have a wife that is sold out for Christ and would really be a good example for others. He also asked that we pray for his ex and his kids, pray for the pastor who counseled against my parenting and caused my daughter to walk away from the church. My marriage was taken apart while I was trucking. Every day on the road is not easy knowing that I'm alone in life now. Now, normally I wouldn't, I wouldn't mention the names, but he posted this in a, on the public forum where everybody right. can see it underneath right. anyway. And by the way, just so everyone knows, we get messages on our public posts for everyone to see. And, you know, so we mention the names there, but we also get private messages and we try not to mention the names for those unless they say otherwise. Well, David, listen, you know, you and I have been friends for a long time and I know you've been through, frankly, hell on earth. That's really the only way to put it. Um, even before this, and you, you know what I'm talking about. I said earlier, it's not good that man should be alone. And right now you're, you're going through a tough patch in life where you, you feel like you're alone. Um, it's hard to lose your family. The Holy Spirit is known as a comforter. So first and foremost, God, I pray that you come into David's life yes, God. with a powerful move and that you comfort him, number one. Number two, I pray for restoration. I don't know what's going on. I don't understand. I don't know the circumstances behind the divorce. I just pray that you have, uh, I pray, I pray that you heal. David's got some open wounds right now. I pray that you heal. Mm -hmm. Okay. He's not designed to live. He's not that old. He's not designed to live, live the rest of his life in pain. You haven't asked him, asked that of him. You, you don't ask any of us to live alone. Like I said, it's not good for man to live alone. So God, I pray that you just come into David's life right now. He's, he's had his faith in you for a long time. Just come into his life and just restore what the enemy has stolen from him in Jesus' name. Yes. All right. Uh, let's see. Josephine Sarfaz, uh, please pray for my son, whose name I guess is Moon, and uh, for a good future in Pakistan. Well, Josephine, we pray for that in Jesus' name. Yes. Ashan Masish says, please pray for my soul for deliverance and my body for deliverance. Well, we're going to say the call to salvation in a minute. Uh, I'm sorry, Ishan. I'm, I hope I'm saying this right. We're going to we're going to say the call to salvation. I certainly hope you pray that. Father God, we pray, though, for his soul to be totally delivered and his body to be delivered, that you have already fought these battles, that you've already won the battles in Jesus name. And you, you have the victory over this situation in Jesus yes, name. Sir. Just want, I'm just checking. Some of these come in as we're doing this. There is a one. Uh, I don't know if you saw. Um, Angela asked for prayer for her husband who has cancer. I, 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 I'm not seeing it right now, but we'll just do that real quick. Yeah. It's, it's, since you know what it is. Angela, is it? Yeah. Father God, Father God, in Jesus' name. Oh, I do see now. Asking for prayers for my husband who's fighting cancer to be cancer-free and in good health so we can grow old together. Amen. That's a great one. Actually, that's one of the ones that's on the ticker beneath us. But God, in Jesus' name, we pray a mighty work in Angela's life. Yes. We totally rebuke the, this uh, this cancer that's come uh, upon her husband. Not just for that. We're going to rebuke it for all future generations in her family yes. in case that's an intergenerational problem. We yes. totally rebuke it. We pray for him to be cancer-free and in good health. Yes. We declare 
that Angela, your husband, shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. Yes. You know, Derek Prince, I told you about this. Derek Prince went through some pretty bad health problems. And one of the things he decided to do is he, he figured out that when you're sick, you take your medicine three times a day. So he decided he would read his Bible three times a day with his meals, just like food, right? You know, breakfast, mm-hmm. lunch, and dinner, he'd read his Bible. And he had a pen and he would underline everything he saw in the Bible that had to do with healing. And he said yes. by the time he was done, like, you know, 20% of his Bible was underlined, basically. Like every yeah. page had underlining on it. So that's what I recommend you do. And I'll give you one other thing, Angela. You know, almost 40 years ago, Joel Osteen's mother was diagnosed with terminal cancer and she's alive today. And one of the things he said she did was, yeah, she prayed over herself too, but she did two other things. She put up pictures in her house of her being healthy. So right. she got her mind off of the sickness and she saw herself doing things. But the other thing she did is she went into the hospitals and she went around praying for other people there. Okay. Mm -hmm. She got outside of herself and she created this ministry. And I I really believe God honored that. Yeah. And number three, I'm going to add one other thing. This should be a sermon too, I guess. That's right. I cannot emphasize enough the importance of praise to healing. Yeah. And I'm reminded of that story in the Bible where, where a man was told that, that, you know, that God tells him to get his affairs in order because he's going to die soon. And he says, Mm -hmm. but God, the grave cannot give you praise. And because of that, God gave him 15 more years. He said, because yeah. you'll praise me, I'll give you 15 more years. Yeah. So that's my prayer for you tonight, Angela. In Jesus' yeah. name, that your husband will praise the Lord. In Jesus' name, that he will be a blessing to other people. And in Jesus' name, he will see himself as being totally healthy. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Yeah. All right. We went a little long tonight, but that's fine because we had a lot of people to pray for and it's Easter and that's what we do here. So, uh, Kristen, would you uh, do us all a favor here and give us the call to salvation? This is the most important thing we do, uh, but there are a lot of people who need it. So please give us the call to salvation. Let let all these people know how it is they can come into the uh, body of Christ here. Yes. What a wonderful time to give your heart to Jesus. And it's so easy and he's just waiting and wanting to be in a relationship with you. Isn't that awesome? It's Easter weekend. So now is your time. Just follow after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. And I will live for you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, congratulations. Definitely comment on the video or send us a message. We want to know, and we're so happy for you. We want to help you get your walk started. All right. Good job. All right, guys. Well, listen, uh, that wraps it up for this weekend. Um, we're not going to do a show tomorrow because it's Easter, and uh, you know we're just going to take the day off. But we're going to be back on Monday at 730. So please continue sending us your prayer requests, send us your praise reports. And thank you so much for all of you who just send a simple God bless you and, and pray for us. We really appreciate it. That's really our payment, right? Like we don't get paid to do this, um, but I, I'd rather have God's favor than than a little bit of money anyway. And, and God has blessed us abundantly. So I don't I don't care about that. But listen, do yourselves a favor. Go be a blessing to other people. OK, like and share this page. Yeah, help us out so that we can spread the good news. But there are a lot of people who are hurting right now, and you don't need to be especially wealthy to help them out. So just do what you can do. Help other people. That's the spirit of Christ, okay, to love one another. Uh, Till I see you next time, 
Be blessed. And as always, be a blessing. Have a great Easter, guys. Bye. joining us don't forget to follow jordan and Kristen ministries on facebook youtube and itunes and remember to tune in next week and every week on tuesdays at 8 45 on wmca the mission am 570 and fm 102.3 Amazing.